Well, 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 it's Saturday the 13th of April. With the moon briefly in Leo, we all benefit from the grand fire trine. With the background churn of nonsense in the wider world, just try and get your head screwed on by the next and second full moon in Libra, the 18th. This is episode 1905 of 301 Permanently Moved Online, a personal podcast, 301 seconds in length, written, recorded, and edited in one hour by me at the JMAC. Hello everyone, podcast is a day late due to travelling back from a wedding in deepest Dorset. Big shout out to Jess and Sean, congratulations again. We stayed in an Airbnb, Thatch Roof Cottage. It kind of seemed to me that, that all the places in the village were set up as secondary economy to provide guests attending the amazing venue up the hill with places to stay. From spring through autumn, there's two weddings a week. A village deep in Brexit country, relying on tourist monies of pro-Brexit city folk. It's an interesting dynamic. So first of all, a couple of announcements for today. I'm happy and humbled to announce that I've been selected as one of the 64 speakers for We Are Europe's They Are Europe program. We Are Europe is a unique and innovative cooperative project aiming to group together and develop links between eight European cultural structures spread throughout the continent, each of which organises both a contemporary music festival and a forum addressing wider issues relating to the evolution and future of culture with a special focus on the field of creativity. There's some other friends and co-conspirators amongst the cohort and I'm looking forward to see what what this opportunity might bring. Secondly, and relatedly, I'll be on a panel at Sonar D 2019 in Barcelona in July about the next internet. Blurred for the panel is as follows. In 2019, the internet celebrates a triple anniversary, 50 years since the first computer-to-computer connection, 30 years of WWW creation, and 20 years of Napster. The three milestones celebrate and also reflect on the next 30 years of the web, where decentralization protocols will play a capital role. If you're in Barcelona, do come along. Next, let's do some recommendations, as I haven't done any for a while. I recently watched the new documentary, Third Eye Spies. You can buy it on most platforms. It was a tenner on Vimeo, I think. Shot by director Melance Mungal, Third Eye Spies tells the story of two Stanford physicists who discover that psychic abilities are real, only to have their experiments co-opted by the CIA and their research silenced in the name of secrecy. The film's narrative is driven by the life of Russell Targ, who also serves as the producer of the film, one of the founders of the Stargate program at the Stanford Research Institute. It covers the beginnings of the program, its involvement in supporting the government in incidents like Patty Hearst's abduction, the recovery of a shot-down plane over Africa, and a myriad of other quote-unquote missions. It's probably the best documentary on remote viewing and the Stargate program yet, partly due to the recently declassified materials, but also due to the involvement of many key people who were involved in the program at the time, speaking about the classified program for the first time. I already have Tal's book, the reality of ESP and I'm considering subjecting remote viewing experiments on friends in the near future. So I've read 24 books so far this year and I inhaled all of the first six June novels whilst on holiday and had to take a break before finishing up the final two Hunters of June and Samwens of June written by Frank Herbert's workhorse son Brian Herbert and Kevin J Anderson. Though I first read June as a nerdy teenager I hadn't read any of its sequels but on finishing the series as a complete chunk I find I have so much to say on it, but not really enough time here. Part of me wants to call June and its subsequent books the only sci-fi novel. Reading June nearly 55 years after its release, you realise that it has influenced everything from space operas, Star Wars and Games Workshop's world of Warhammer 40,000. And the list goes on. Game of Thrones certainly wouldn't exist without it. And also, there is a note on his writing, as pointed out by my friend Alex Federa. He does some really weird stuff with the text, like smuggling haiku form into prose paragraphs to create zones of hyperflow where he wants them. I also like the first book's abrupt, campy, action-packed ending. 
You're sent skidding from the story, trailing bits of it behind you into the Children of June and Messiah of June. If you haven't read June yet or any of its sequels, I urge you to read them now before the next movie comes out. And that's about all I have to say for this week. I realised that I spoke way, way too fast in recording this episode and have another minute of time to fill. I don't know why I launched into my bullet points speaking at such a breakneck speed, but I did notice when I was recording that I was tripping over my words. But given the amount of time left inside this hour, I really don't have time to go back and fix it either. Ah well, um, lesson learned I suppose. I'll promise not to make the same mistake next time and as ever I'll try and make each episode better than the previous one. I'm also not that bothered as the whole point of recording this podcast was to be less of a perfectionist so I'm just going to hit upload on this episode anyway. This has been episode 1905 of permanentlymoved.online, a personal podcast, 301 seconds in length, written, recorded, and edited in one hour by me at the JMO.